Welcome back to Legend of the New Ones. Uh, this is Adventure 53, Desperate Respite. So I'll let the note takers write that down. And I'll let Jenny do some more knitting. <laughs> and the date is 3488 peanut butter Bjorkenath 26, because it hasn't changed. We've been having a very long day. You really have. And it's a level 13 adventure. Ooh. <laughs> Just to put it into perspective, it's been 13 days since we fought the Gathric in the lake. You mean years ago? Literally. <laughs> it hasn't been two weeks since you guys fought the Gathric. This has been this has been real, real heckin' couple weeks for you guys. But <clears throat> uh, before we can start today's episode, we're going to recap the last one. And we played it 30 minutes ago, so I'm going to do this on the fly. Um... The Warriors of the Well, uh, having liberated, in one term or another, the Mad District of Colagrand, um, had to face the Obsidian Dragons, which had been allowed in by the ending of Celtic's Warding Wall that had dissipated with his uh, demise. And so the two dragons flooded into the city, and the party um, moved as quickly as possible uh, with a use of the Nifty Doom, the incredible item which Janice inherited from Kanaje. Um, to move toward the teleportation circle that she and Juno had planned. Um, and as the party readied themselves to uh, enact the plan, which they had so meticulously set out, um, the aberrant magic uh, that surrounded whatever uh, arcane chaos has gone wrong in Chaskin so long ago, fizzled both uses of the teleportation circle. And the party was suddenly staring down the face of an ancient obsidian dragon, towering and monstrous, um, capable of decimating the city, let alone themselves. In a moment of desperation, King opened up, oh, hey, welcome back, Mo. Uh, in a moment of desperation, King opened up a portal to the Beastlands, um, hoping for a desperate out. And as the party readied themselves for stepping in after the exa exhaustion of the last two weeks into yet another unknown conflict, um, Javian decided that um, he could not risk the lives of his party members um, nor uh, the well-being that they, or th their chances against the Obsidian Dragons, and instead he reached out his insidious powers um, from the Hate King and attempted to command the Obsidian Dragon himself. Uh, in a moment of weighted choice, in, of intense gravity, Javian reached out to Zorgrim, and Zorgrim responded, offering him a deal. Um, and Javian agreed to take an unknown object. Um, to the bleeding spring in Zorgrim's land, um, and in return was given the power to command the Obsidian Dragon for a short duration. And Javian, booming with like demi deific power, um, commanded the Obsidian Dragon to stop, and the impossible monster um, obliged and obeyed Javian's commands, slaughtering the other Obsidian Dragon nearby. Um, a number of the other obsidian creatures in the vicinity, and then uh, helping him to destroy itself. There are moments of tense. There's a moment of tension between Javian and King, as King was heartbroken over Javian's use of this power. Um, 
And uh, Javen himself was distraught by the sacrifice he'd been aware that he's made. Uh, once the party entirely shell-shocked, made peace with the events that had transpired, um, they fled the district, which would soon be filled with more horrible remnants of the hatefall. And with a use of the coil of concentration and Janice's um, doubly split polymorph, um, the party, half as giant eagles, have flown northward of the city and uh, are reaching an area um, beyond to try and uh, reconvene and figure out their next step. So we resume with the Warriors of the Well. Um, just for the sake of, of narrative progression, um, you guys have flown over the expansive city. Uh, it's kind of one last haunting moment over the city and all of its beauty and haunted, twisted grandeur, um, as you can watch it falling into greater ruin and whatever remnant of life that you didn't even realize was left in it having passed. Um, you pass beyond the impossible lost utopia and, um, just northward you guys land, uh, down outside this walls. And I'm actually going to need to pull the map out for the first time in a while. So if you guys have the map in Discord, uh, feel free to take a gander at it. So you guys flying northward of, of Kologrand, um, you land in the uh, huge expanses <clears throat> excuse me, of rolling hills, uh, as far as the eye can see. Um, there is sparse, uh, excuse me, dense but um, short grasslands, uh, rolling prairies across these hills, um, and uh, a bright summer sky. And actually, it's probably nearing, uh, it, it will be late afternoon. We're probably nearing evening at some point soon. But um, the four giant eagles land, and the group drops down onto the ground. And um, Janice, if you choose to drop concentration on the eagles, you can. And uh, the warriors of the wall have landed once more. Also, you're muted. Yeah, um, I'll drop concentration. And... Um... I guess just like start to wait. Uh, is it? Are we in like a clearing? Or are we by some trees? Or like what's the what's the vibe? Um, so you're you're looking at you know a really good way to describe this is you know the point right when you haven't gotten to Lubbock yet for the drive from Dallas, but um you're in that middle area where it's just huge rolling fields of open grasses as far as you can see without the mesquite trees. I mean, the city is maybe like a quarter mile behind you, but um, it's just, uh, you guys pass south through this area and it's just maybe like a hundred miles of open rolling grassland interspersed with bodies of water every so often. Okay. Um... It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Blooming flowers and uh, shrubs off in the distance every so often. I'm just going to sit down for a little bit. Try to like collect my thoughts. Okay. Ueg, um, now transformed out of an eagle, uh, sort of turns around and looks at the party, takes a deep breath, and he just kind of chooses a direction nearby and he just starts walking. Um, Barry sits down, and you know what, quite frankly, after being traumatized, almost dying, having half of his mind lost, and Callie not being here, Barry just doesn't say a word and rolls over and takes a nap. Also, his fear of heights. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just one more nightmare after another. So Barry just, he just takes a nap. He's avoiding everything. The rest of the group is in um, his clearing. Shafian's gonna come sit by Wee Woo. 
Um, say what? No, you go first. Um, I'm sorry. I are you okay? I I know I'm terrifying. He just kind of looks at his hands and just, like, hangs his head. You know what? For what it's worth, I think flying up into the air, catching on fire, and taking control of a dragon is really sexy. So, um, don't feel any kind of way about it. Uh, but I'm tired. Barry's tired. You should probably sleep. King's worn out emotionally. Janice and Juno are doing their own thing. Should I build a... I can build us, like, a little structure to sleep in. That is kind of my expertise. Um... You sure have a way with words. Thanks, dog. We will, with your, with your extreme natural intelligence, you're aware that there are very few... It's just sort of open prairie. There's very few items to... Unless you wanted to dig up earth... Uh, there would be very, unless you wanted to dig into the ground, there would be very few structures to be made. Can I just, I guess... Then I guess I'm just gonna lay back on the ground and look at the sky for a second, because it's been a very long day. You lean back into the grass, and it, uh, it gives easily under your back. It's soft. And um, it takes a moment of realizing, but um, you, after surveying the area for an instant, you realize that the entire landscape is covered in flowers. They're tiny. Um, they're growing out of the heads of the grass in little florets, um, maybe 20 or 30 on the end of a branch. And they're minute, pale white. Um, and there is a, a deep blue sky overhead, which is just turning... Uh, lavender at its edges. Um, for the sake of, of audio or whatever, um, Janice is just going to be speaking pretty like softly or whatever. Yeah. Um, but she's just going to turn around and like face everybody um, and say, uh, sh should we go back to the boat or... Or should we rest here? I think Sorry, we're safe that's here. A, that's a really good but... question. Huh? I think we're done in Kologro. I think we're done in Choskinen. Do we have any other business here? And I'm going to turn to Juno and I'm going to say. Sorry, we could not rescue the other members of the cauldron. Um, Janice's slightly taller twin sister is um, kind of standing 10 feet away from everyone else, sort of looking out at the sky. And there's a, there's a slight breeze out here that um, goes on and off, like, a, like the rhythm of waves. It sort of brushes some of her hair to the side, and she says, um, No, it's, uh, it's okay. She just kind of keeps looking out at the edge of the sky. 
so we're we're staying here right now. The only thing left is that there's a temple, but I don't know. I don't know. If <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Where's the temple? Down south. Juno just sits down in the grass. I think I need a moment. Yeah. And King does the same as uh, you, Egg. Takes a direction and starts walking. Um, you head away from the group, King. Your tail drags behind you in the grass, leaving a trail of depressed vegetation behind you. And you just sort of forward through the landscape. Um, it's it's funny. I mean, where you are from is gorgeous in an overbearing sense. Um, but uh, as you begin to see so much more of the world, it strikes you how beautiful this landscape is. Um, whatever your opinion of it might be. Um, vast rolling hills, soft and gentle. You can understand why the old ones would have chosen this place. Mm. Can I find a hill and just like stop at the top so I can look down a little bit? Um, take off the glaive. Clear, I don't know, roughly like a uh, 10 by 10 space of grass with the glaive. Mm -hmm. um, sit down and yeah, kind of kind of gingerly unpack a very old piece from from my stuff. It's a it's a flute. A very big flute and uh, I'm just gonna stare at it for next 15 minutes. Yeah, that Mona saw us there on the hill. So King has disappeared into a direction as has Ueg. Barry has sort of rolled over quietly. Um, does anyone else take any other actions in this this time of solace? Well, when when um, King walks away, I'll turn to Janice and say, "Well, I guess we're resting." Um, and I'll approach her and say, um, "Jamie will say, I'm sorry. I I didn't I I couldn't trust us or." myself enough without his help this time. I I don't think I would have done anything different. Which is scary, you know? Um, I'm I'm terrified of myself, what I've done, what I will do. I'm scared about myself as well. I was supposed to protect them all and we killed them. All of them. I... I got selfish there at the end. I felt myself slipping away. And I think that's one of my biggest fears is... Ever since Savina in the pool, I feel like I've just been giving up pieces of myself. 
And after Ifra and there, this time magic is the most terrifying thing. And maybe it's better that magic was lost. To be able to truly trap people and take away who they are. Yeah. And um, as we're having this conversation, Janice is like, her eyes are going to start welling up again. But like, as soon as the tears begin to like drop, she'll like quickly like wipe them away as to like not like show that she's weak, but like that she doesn't want anybody else to see. But this is like happening. I mean, I'm looking right at her. I probably see her wipe away, don't I? Of course. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm not going to comment on it, but no, I, no, no, I no. noticed. Yeah. 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 Um, one step at a time, I guess. We well, at least we got Juno. And we won't lose each other if we still have each other, you know? We have each other. Um, are we hugging time? Should I go for a hug? <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, wait, is that weird in character? Because I feel like that feels like a hug moment. Just like a. Just like hold each other. Yeah. Okay. But like also very like, like still like forced and like weird. Not like forced and weird because of the interaction between them. Just like with the events, I feel like Janice is just gonna be still like. I don't know if I want somebody touching me right now. You know, like yeah, yeah. It's it's normal for us to hug, but like in the situation, yeah. like it's not bringing yeah. the comfort it usually does. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And I'll say, I'm gonna go rest for a moment. Yeah. And I'm gonna go. I will not let these people out of my sight. So I'm only gonna. I'm gonna go thirty feet at most, just away from the group. Sit down and watch the city. And Javian's gonna rest, but he's scared to fall asleep. He doesn't want to fall asleep. And see Zorgrim again or anything. Hmm. Um, and before I go to rest, I'm gonna make sure to make everybody some, like, food and stuff. And, like, take it to everybody and whatever. Use up all Do you go, um, as you're distributing food, do you go, like, to try and find King and Ueg? Yeah. Uh, King, sometime later, significant passage of time, uh, you can hear with your very keen hearing, and even your your vibrational senses of crocodron. Um, uh, Janice is softly padding up behind you, and she approaches with a bowl of food. Uh, meat specifically for King. Meats. Well salted meats. Yeah. She pads up softly in the grass behind you. Yeah turn to her but with with the crystal side of my face hmm. so you see the scarred and wrecked side of king's face and there's just this like faceted broken crystal eye staring at you unmoving hey hey are you okay <clears throat> I could lie <clears throat> and say, no, 
Uh, could I say yes? Sorry. <laughs> Tricked <Yeah>. myself there. <laughs> um, I don't know. I... I've really believed in Javian. I really trusted him and thought we're all on the same page. And, um, I was ready to die there. All I know. I don't know. It's so strange that I hate him so much for doing what he did. Because I partially think because of that. Because that's how he saved us. Yeah. I noticed the bowl that you're probably just holding. I was like, oh. Thanks. I know Sorry. that he didn't want to have to use the powers of Zorgrim, but he knew that that was the only thing that was going to save us in that moment. I strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. Because I feel like no matter the cost, If, if we choose Dorgrim, we always lose. Sooner or later. Yeah. But, yeah. And I'm just gonna, right, as I, like, say that, I'm just gonna, like, plop down next to him. Can prob probably see this super strange, um, big flute. It's, like, this big. Um, and it's a little curved. Cool. <laughs> <The flute>. cool. <laughs> and, um, yeah, the, the holes are not all on the same, like, all in line. They're a little strangely, uh, structured, uh, around the thing. It's like, an old man gave this to me. It feels like... Decades ago now. Was in the slave pens. I forgot how to play it. Sure, if you wanted to, you could sit back down and figure it out, but maybe maybe it's a sign. Never feel like I have the time for stuff like that. <clears throat> I I'm scared. 
honestly. Me too. For Javian. Because Zogrim's not gonna let go. He's always gonna be there. He's always gonna be praying for these moments. And I'm afraid Javen's gonna say yes again. And again. And someday, I'm afraid, we might be the price. You, we will, you wake. Whatever the cost. And he'll say yes. And I believed up until today, I strongly believed that that would be a line he would never cross. Not so sure anymore. I take a thing that take a bite. The thing that complicates it is it was who save us. It's the only reason why he took on more and he did that with his sister as well. To save us, he puts himself more at risk. Yes. And that's also not okay. Because he's just going to give himself up. Zogrim's going to make him. He's, it's, I mean, that is all that he's waiting for, for these moments where he can take another chunk of him. There's something that we can do. There must be something that we can do. Well, well. You, you, no, um, seriously, aren't you like in contact to, with this god, this antagonist of Zogrim? Isn't he, he has put these, how do you call them? These places all over the planet with the with that kind of power that flows through you yeah they they must be good for something right the the last time that we tried to do that the only time that we tried to do it Javian almost died we almost lost him and we could have almost turned the the magic that it's like a, a neutral magic. It almost turned evil as well. Yeah. King's gonna sit there in silence. After like... 20 minutes or something I'm gonna probably just like get up really slowly and well during that time I'm gonna like scout for you egg
Make a um, uh, make a perception check. Seventeen. Um, you do notice him. Uh, he is rotund, and the landscape is simple. Got a pretty good ways away. He got about three hundred feet away from you guys. Um, King has chosen the crest of a small hill. Uh, and Ueg has chosen a divot, um, a small depression between two two of the neighboring hills. Um, he's down at the bottom, and uh, you can see him he's sort of, he's like round shape in the thin line of his metal staff um, poking up in the distance. All right, I'm just going to get up really slowly and just start walking. Uh, you leave King with his bowl and you take the other. And you, uh, thank you. You trod through um, soft grass, which just under you through the, um, the debris. As you walk in this early summer day, um, every once in a while, grasshoppers spring up from and away from your feet, and um, uh, there's this. There, every so often, there's this little flurry of. Uh, they're like uh, dragonflies, um, only they're flexible. And they sort of snake through the air like serpents. And they have a series of wings that sort of like <laughs> away. And um, in bright colors of blue and red and green. Just trod further and further through the grass. And eventually you get near Ueg. Um, his large shell is turned away from you. All of its um, uh, green sea turtle-like designs on the back. And he's um, sitting in front of... He's, he's gone and found a small pool of water. Um, it's not very clear... It's slightly muddied. It's at the, at the bottom of this depression. You get the feeling that when it rains, it collects dirt here. And the bottom, the top of it, the very center is a little clear, but the edges are, are murky. And uh, the grass just nearby has died a little bit. It's turned a little brown. And there are taller grasses all around. And the most flowers are blooming just along the edge of this pool. And he's just sort of seated down, his feet in the mud a little bit, the back of his shell on the ground. And he's just sort of looking into it. And he's stuck the staff standing up in the mud. And he's got the symbol of Eldath in one hand. He's tracing his finger around the circle, softly muttering. I'm going to sit down and join him. Well, I'll, I'll put the bowl in front of him, but then I'll sit down and join him. Get out my symbol. You begin tracing the symbol of the maker. There's a long pause. And he... Eventually... I mean, you get the feeling you didn't surprise him. But it almost seemed like he was like just kind of lost in thought. And after a little while, he blinks heavily and looks over at you. Uh, Ueg never has strong emotions on his face, but... He seems even more relaxed in his expression than usual. And he puts the symbol down on his knee, and he picks up the bowl, and he begins pulling out individual leaves of um, foliage and chewing them. And after a while, he sets that bowl down next to him. He just stares into the water for a long time. Watches it dance under a breeze. And then he... He starts in and he says... Uh, a lot of people died. A lot. What did we do? And finally, I'm going to start just like letting some tears run down.
That's um, that's my job. Is to heal. Sometimes healing comes through sustaining life, but sometimes it's preventing death or. I was supposed to protect them, protect them all. I couldn't even do that. Um, you, uh, do you think we're doing that, Janice? Do you think we're healing this world? Or do you think we're making it worse? I can't tell. Me neither. What are you, um... Sorry. Sorry. No, keep going. What do you think's gonna happen to Javian? They taught us. Sorry. We we have to help. I don't know how. Sometimes when I do my prayers, I go through the liturgies that we learned at the temple. But sometimes I just pray for you all. I've been asking Eldath for a long time now. What we could do for Javian. But I don't know. They taught us in the order that we're supposed to. We can't make this about us. Because then we won't help people. It was hard when the temple was destroyed, but... I love you all, Janice. I love him. I know I'm not supposed to care, but I don't want to watch Javian die. Not while he's alive. Yep. I don't want that. So many people died. We couldn't help them. What are we supposed to do in all of this? I was fine when the power was bigger than us, but what about when the pain is too? He reaches out and he holds your hand. I know Eldath's good, but I don't understand how sometimes. Another breeze comes by and ripples some of the water and he continues and he says, Do you think the maker cries too? I'd like to hope. And he just kind of leans a head over onto your shoulder. He just watches the water for a long time quietly. 
<coughs> Wee Woo. Um, Barry has rolled over to sleep. Janice has disappeared for quite some time. Um, Javian has stepped away from the group. Everyone's kind of scattered. And um, the sky is melting around you, turning from blue into purple, softly into pink. It's getting cooler. Do you do anything else before night sets in? This doesn't need to become um, a real-life therapy session. But I feel like oftentimes in really exhausting periods of time like this, Wee Woo, um, and that of whom she is inspired by, tends to try to make sure that everybody around her is comfortable. But for once, I think I'm just gonna be alone. You sit there and quietly watch the star. Slowly but surely, pinholes poke in the sky where thin, pale little lights of silver begin dotting the darkening horizon. And you think suddenly about how somewhere north, far, far, far north, your father and your mother, the other members of the Yakoni, might be looking up at these same stars. And it strikes you just how different everything is than it has been. Uh, eventually, when Ueg has... Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Javian. Javian. He, he thinks he should have done this a long time ago, but he... He had his um, he had his notebook. He he tears out some pages to be loose paper, and he takes seven pieces, and he dresses one to Mira, one to Savina, one to Janice, Ueg, Barry, Wewu, and King, and he writes a note to be sent after he's gone. And then he'll put those in his bag before going to sleep. You fold each of them up and slip them away into your satchel. After some time, Ueg, and Ueg returns. Janice may have returned sooner. About as nightfall is coming. And uh, I'm sure King will take his own actions. But um, when he returns, uh, um, there's no evidence of Ueg's crying because his face doesn't get puffy. He's a turtle. Um, <laughs> she looks the same as usual. But he goes and he finds where you are, Javian, and he just lays down next to you on his stomach. And he pulls all the limbs into his shell. And uh, the last thing he says, like, it's kind of comical because it's a serious moment, but he's also pulled all his limbs in, his chest, his head is out, turns to you, and he says, um, Thanks for saving everybody today. You're a good friend, Javian. I, I can't reply. Just nod. He doesn't say anything else. He just pulls his head into his shell. And he's just right next to you. 
if you leave him. I assume... Yeah, I'll stay near him. Okay. Uh, I don't want to speak for anyone else, but I assume the members of the party return. One by one. Um, I will only after I looked up at the stars. Is everything still- is that one still in its place? No. Uh, far north now. Far northeast. Okay. Um, north of Nosenyo. Oh, wow. Um, after a lot of consideration and math, you know, you have to sit there and work it out with the maps. Um, and, uh, that thick, heavy galaxy of stars starts to shape itself in the sky. Janice, could you make a perception check? Yeah. Or investigation, your choice. Um, what was it? Investigation or perception? Yes, ma'am. Got it. Did I do an investigation check for a 16? That is enough. <clears throat> There's a star in the sky that you do not recognize. And could you actually make a religion check for me? Uh, yeah, I can. Wait, can I make an arcana check? No. No. Oh. This would be religion. The International Space Station. <laughs> yes. Uh, a 10? <clears throat> 11? That is actually enough. It is DC 10. Oh, so we're going to address the latter and then the former. You are aware that uh, the... This wouldn't be taught at the Institute, um, but while you were in Vashtan, you might have run into clerics. and it, it's, it, This is very basic religious knowledge in Yardin. Um, while you don't know a whole lot about Selun or Eldath, um, you are aware that it is widely thought that the gods have constellations. Um, that the deities each have groups of stars in the sky which represent them. Um, and with the 16, you realize that far at the south, at the south of the horizon, just to the edge of the galaxy, there is a star of a very strange color, dull and red, flickering on and off. And it occurs to you, you may have simply just not noticed it before. You don't know whether or not it's it's new tonight, but you've never noticed this star in the sky before. Crazy. Does it look like it's in relationship to the map, or no? Just kind of separated. As you, as you pick a point, make an intelligence check for me. Eleven. Not sure. All right, and then I'll come back to the group. Okay. Uh, if no one else has any other actions, were you waiting on anything, Mo? Didn't mean to. Um, I'll take first watch. Okay. Uh, could you make a perception check for me? <laughs> um, one second, because <laughs> I'm yeah. sitting on the floor. Um, because my phone has to charge and the laptop died. Um, I mean, it didn't <laughs> die, it just doesn't yeah, connect to the thing. Oh, I just did a Tommy Rousseau laugh. Okay. I 
Let's just assume a passive 17. <laughs> the app isn't working as well. I just, um, I just passively, for the fun of it, rolled Sorgrim's dice and I got a 20. But anyway. Um, Let's go. Can you look that out over the horizon? And uh, you just see the open starry landscape. Beautiful and still. You get a slight discomfort like in your like heart not physically like you you for a moment you just feel among all the other things you feel just suddenly uncomfortable kind of spooked for a moment and then it passes briefly um but the, the watch is quiet and still So at the end of my watch, I'm gonna walk up to Jivian and just wake him up with like, hey, you know, letting letting you know that it is your time for watch. Um, hold out a hand for you to get up. I'll, I'll take it ground. after a second. So there is a notable pause. Yeah. Pull you up. And after a small pause, pull you into a hug. It's, you know, a little, a little uh, hesitant of a hug. But, you know, the giant crocodile arms just lock you in for a moment he is like just completely shocked still for a moment um i'm sorry no sorry uh, king you know you know thank you actually You know, <clears throat> I mean, you probably saved my life and all the others, as I was ready to throw it away. So I've decided. I will not. What you told me when we st picked up the flight. I won't. I won't kill you. Never. Because I won't let him win. I've decided. It's, just, it's too much. So I keep making promising that I won't. And then I do. And what he asks you to do, I don't know what it's going to entail, but... Yeah. I keep saying I can't... No, it's... 
He's going to come for you in your most vulnerable moment. But we'll get stronger and we'll find a way. And pat you on Thank the shoulder. Thank you. And uh, as I go to, you know, take off all my armor and um, prepare to go to sleep and just whisper to him, you owe it to all of us, but to yourself. Also to yourself. And Javian will think to himself, no, I'm too far gone. But he won't say it aloud and go take his watch. You're muted, Zach. Not only was I muted, muted, but my cursor was on the other screen. I was really confused for a second. Um... Javian, you uh, you stride out little ways under the grass, look over the rolling hills. The sky is dazzling, an ocean of stars above you. Could you make a perception check for me for your watch? Sure. And um, I mean, I guess we, we killed the dragon hours ago, but did I? I guess I felt it. Do I still feel any other ties to anything? Okay. Nine. She's kind of emotionally flooded. Um, you're not really too focused on actually watching. You have no reason to fear at the moment. You do watch. After a while, you start hearing far off in the distance, just like... And you realize, after watching for a little bit, that there are these birds, small and fast, with very long, thin wings that sort of fly by over near bodies of water, catching bugs at night. But otherwise, it's just that occasional sound and the silence of being near your allies. Okay. And even though you're surrounded by friends for a moment, you feel very alone there under the stars. Nothing else transpires during your watch. Okay. Um. I guess you Ed, was it was it should go for watch next. I don't want to make We Were Barry do it. So you go, uh, you go wake up you egg, and uh, you just sort dum 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 in the shell. His head slowly pops out. He uh, starts to stand up, starts to walk away from you. And then he pauses, kind of like as you lay back down in, in whatever you're laying on. Because uh, he has no idea anyone else has talked to you. <laughs> and um, he just completely doesn't go look out. He just sits down next to you. And he goes, um, This might be a stupid question. But how do you feel? 
lost. Me too. No matter so many terrible things has happened, and yet I'm still waiting for the other shoe to drop. He just kind of sits there while quietly. Then he looks up at his staff at one of the little beaded, um, <laughs> his staff looks ridiculous nowadays because he's constantly just putting more beads on it. Mm -hmm. So it's this long dark black iron staff with that bronze crustacean figure at the top. But now it has like six or seven stranded cords of beads on it. He reaches off and he slowly unties one and uh, not forcefully, but he doesn't ask either. He just takes your wrist, pulls it toward him. The left one, that is the symbol of the maker tattooed on the wrist. And, uh, or not even tattooed, just there. He turns it over toward him so that your wrist is laying down on his lap. And he takes the cord and the bracelet and the beads and he ties it over your wrist very tightly. It's loose, but it's, it's on there. Mm -hmm. And it's, um... Uh, the beads are multicolored. They're red, then blue, then white, then red, then blue, then white. Very dull in each of their colors. And, uh... He just kind of holds your hand for a little bit and looks at the stars. Um... I start, like, kind of fingering the beads. Just, just kind of mess with them. And I say... You're a good friend, you egg. And so you're a good you, person. So are you. We love you. You know that, right? Yes. Good. And you're as worth saving as everybody else. I'm crying. He just hugs you to the side. Kind of lays his head on the side of yours. And while you guys sit there looking up at the stars, he begins humming. Repeats that refrain again and again until you go to sleep. When he gets up, he goes a distance off and he just sits there and he watches under the stars. And he has a conversation with Eldath that no one else is there for. <clears throat> After a while, he doesn't make a perception check because he doesn't look for anything. <laughs> um, after a while, he gets up and he goes and he finds Wee Woo. Um, and he taps you on the shoulder, Wee Woo, to wake you up. 
Uh, it's your turn, buddy. Thanks. Hey, um, can you make me a promise? Yeah. I don't like to ask people for things. Uh, things, you know. I used to get really worried about Javian and Janice, and I, I guess I still do, but they're really smart, and they're really strong-willed, but they're also very stupid um, because they don't, sometimes they need perspective. Sometimes they need something simple. And I used to get worried for a long time that if I died, they'd, they'd fall apart. But um, when you're around, it kind of makes me confident that maybe, maybe there's a heart no matter what around here. Um, so promise me, if, if you will, Please, and if I ever go, you'll, you'll keep them close. Don't let them forget how much. Don't let them forget that love and truth are a lot more important than all the, all the powers and, the, and everything else. Please. Having dealt with a lot of death in the Bitterlands, we would just kind of has this look on her face where it's just like on the outer shell. She's like, I accept this responsibility. Um, 100%. I will honor your words. And on the inside, I'm like, if you egg dies, that will be my 13th reason. Um, because I have weirdly grown so close to Ueg, both as, like, a player and as a character. Um, but I will assure Ueg, I'm going to do whatever is in my ability to protect them physically and emotionally. Alright. And just, uh, just don't be one more person here putting the weight of the world on their shoulders. And he, uh, he puts a hand on the side of your head and just, he's much taller than you. So he just leans forward and kisses your forehead, which is both sweet and very weird because his mouth has a beak. Um, and then he, uh, he goes and he lays that back down next to Javier, curls in all his limbs. Yes, I'm going to walk out to the clearing and see if there's any threats. Make a perception check. At least one person having a true watch. <laughs> a 13. Nothing. Um, calm. You hear more of that as the birds fly by. Eventually, from nearby, from that pool of water where you egg is drinking, three or four of the birds 
take off at once, and you recognize there was a shape moving behind them. Uh, small, maybe a foot and a half long, kind of darts through the grass and into another patch. Can I Otherwise, you don't notice anything. Point my bow at it. Okay, you draw the bow. Do you do, you, do you knock an arrow? Yeah. Okay, you. I am a ranger through and through. Yeah, you are. Do you try and um, shoot what it is? Yes. Okay, could you roll the hit? I just roll my hit dice, right? Or do I roll my 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 bow? Yeah. Which one is my bow? Is it this one? I think it's this one. <laughs> I rolled a twelve. Okay, an arrow, and it kind of disappears into the grass. And there's a like a, a a rapid movement, and a dark shape begins running from one patch to the next. You didn't hit it. You still see it going further away. Can I tell what it is? Uh, make make a perception check and a nature check. Actually, make the perception check first. <laughs> I perceive with a twenty-four. Holy crap! We will. Yeah, I bet you do. Oh, yes. Our eagle-eyed ranger. And I nature with a 13. And the 20... What was it? The 24 was a nat 20. Oh, jeez. Okay. Nice. Um, uh, as you get a good look at it as it darts from one patch to another, it's um, it's feline. Um, it's It kind of looks um, servile-ish, but it's all dull, ruddy colors. Um, very long, very long limbs. And it, it's it's actually much taller than it's standing. It looks like it could stand up to nearly two feet high, but it's sort of like doing this slinking run from one patch of grass to another, a long tail that balances and just kind of disappears in another patch of grass. And uh, with a 13, you've heard of cats. Never seen one, but now you have. Man. I feel like uh, every just every time Wee-Woo does or sees anything, it's just like the reading rainbow theme in the background. <laughs> the world is wild. Otherwise, um, there are no like lynxes up where she was. No, no snow leopards. Are she in true tundra? It's not. It's not Canada. It's the North Pole. <laughs> She's out there. I got um, belugas. Otherwise, uh, the pat the watch passes and ends, and eventually, um, we will. You watch. Uh, the sun beginning to heat the sky back up to burn it up at its edges. And um, a new day slowly begins to find you guys. Um, and uh, you are free to wake everyone up for their next day. Do I still have any leftover coffee grounds from earlier? I don't even remember those, but absolutely. I'm going to start brewing some coffee. Okay. Start brewing coffee. Which is what I do worst. Make a another intelligence check for me. You remember when I brewed that coffee for like four hours? Mm-hmm. Because I don't know why you would have gotten any better at this. Um, intelligence. I rolled a... Look, we will team mom. Whether she knows how to team mom or not. <laughs> uh, yes, I the time, but it should probably be less than last time. But you still brew it too long. Slowly but surely, everyone wakes up. And there is terrible coffee waiting. Uh, if anyone takes it. and um, Absolutely. You all are free to go about your day. So after the group wakes up um, for some, you know, 
gathers and reconvenes. Um, uh, Juno pulls Janice aside at some point and says, um, well, as Kara claps weirdly in front of her face, um, Juno pulls Janice aside and says, um, hey, do you want to go for a walk? Okay. And uh, I couldn't uh, find Janice all groggy just does a weird nod and a head motion and then <laughs> the two begin walking off in a direction. Um, what do the rest of the warriors of the well do? I'm going to start brushing through Javian's hair as I assume it has not been brushed in days. You know what? Yeah. And it's... <laughs> Javian takes care of his hair as best as he can. In it's been situation. a long day and we all have depressive episodes, Javian. It's normal. We move, you begin combing at his hair. It smells like cinder and ash. Um, Sounds like a Bath and Body Works candle, honestly. <laughs> Uh, does ash? King do anything in the morning when he gets up? Mm, the smell of blood and ash in the morning. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna do some morning stretches and some stuff, and then he's gonna, you know, as he's he's picking up um, his armor, he's gonna take a look at the, the chest plate that he, you know, put on on the highest point, where the spider egg is still attached. Um, um, yeah. No, there is a cracked open uh, little egg sack. Mo, I mean, King is okay. about to be a mother. Uh, so is it, is it just a crack in there, or is it completely no, it's split open? Fully split open. Okay. Oh, there's there's nothing inside. <gasps> yeah, go hmm? find it. Where's your um, baby? I mean, I have blind sense ten feet. Mm-hmm. So, I would feel if something. Why don't you make small. a perception check for me, King? I'm would a would a would a seventeen suffice? Oh, would it not? <laughs> For a moment of panic, as you look around, you look over and you see on the still slumbering U egg, sort of on the top of its shell, there's a little patch of color that doesn't match the environment around it. It's like close but not quite right. Okay. Um. I. I walk over to it slowly. And I okay. take a piece of um, of the meats that Janice probably, you know, created. And I'm I'm not in need to eat like even once a day. And so I I took my bowl, uh, thankfully, but I was just nibbling on it because I wasn't really hungry. So I take a piece of the meat, um, brush like all the spices off, and um, just slowly walk over to it. Um, Ueg does not wake up um, as you approach. And uh, as you get close, the color like kind of shifts a little bit and you can dimly make out the outline of like, oh yeah, there's a creature there. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, not that you weren't aware previously, just, you know, you're definitely sure then. Um, 
and uh, sorry, I'm trying to I'm trying to do something technical while I talk to you. Um, yeah. Uh, so you get close and you lay the little slab of meat down, and the color shifts, and the slab of meat just kind of disappears slowly into the shifting color. And you hear soft, yeah. like sort of strange noises. Um, actually, <laughs> like really weird noises. Um, it's kind of hard to place yeah. what they are and what they should, what they would do or be, um, but you get the feeling it is consuming the meat. Yeah, I would uh, would have um, made sure to feed it on my hand. Okay. Uh, so okay, it so, crawls so, up so on like, your hand. Yeah, slightly getting it onto my hand, and then it can have the full piece. Could and you make gonna... an animal handling check at advantage? Um, I don't know if I can. I mean, that's just a wisdom check. Oh, I no. can do animal handling for you if you don't have roll 20. Oh, up. no! <laughs> can I use my inspiration? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Third time's the charm. That is definitely better. That's a 15. I rolled okay. a 16. 15. We'll definitely do. Um... <sighs> As you sit there and you hold it on your hand, um, hold on, I'm trying to do a lot at once here. Um, why are you not working with me here, buddy? Okay. Um, uh, slowly, the color dissipates and reforms into the shape of a, of a creature. Freaking huge! Just bigger than a baseball-sized jumping spider on your hand, which is a little smaller on your hand, but freaking huge. These giant circular eyes. Um, the whole body is glassy and slightly transparent as its carapace hasn't hardened yet in its older age. Um, and it's it's just barely a little fuzzy along some edges. Two huge chelicerae kind of glow iridescently on the front. And it just stares up at you with huge eyes. And it's so big that you can actually see the rings of its eyes moving inside of their, um, their circular... Uh, uh, covering, and um, there's just this giant jumping spider, spiderling on your wrist, staring up at you, unmoving. Mm-hmm. Well then, welcome. You will earn your name in time. But you may put in your inventory that you have a little. Giant jumping spider buddy. <laughs> yes. Nice. Okay. Finally. Uh, great. He will um, make a great mound. <laughs> I was also going to. I was going to also try to feed mine in the morning when I woke up too. So. Okay, you you let yours out. You fed it. Make an animal handling check okay. at advantage because you you also hatched yours, right? Yes. Uh, uh, where's Janice's page? Sorry, I got too many pages. Uh, 13. Okay. Um, it sticks around. Uh, and actually, unless you try and hurt it back into its cage, it just sits on your shoulder. I'm okay with that. I'm gonna give it another piece for sitting on my shoulder. Okay. Um... It doesn't seem to, like, when you try to get it to go anywhere, it doesn't, it just sits there. It's huge. It's gigantic. It makes any tarantula look small. And um, as you're walking, Juno walks, she stands on the other side of you. She won't be on that side. 
and she doesn't like looking at it. Um, Does it have specific colors? Yes. Um, and this is part of what I was trying to give to you guys. I wanted to give you images and stat blocks that I prepared. And then yeah. my whole computer said, screw you, but... Okay, never mind. We won't go into detail. Let me give, let me give you one last drop. Okay. Uh, Jenny, uh, hold music. Scat, please. Do 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 wow, scatter do dow, scoo do do wap pop pow, do na 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 na, scoo do do dow, do do ba do da, gotta do 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 do, shoo do wa do bow, scatter da da do dow, scoo do da do da dow, scoo da wa da da dow, do do, scatter da 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 da. Da 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 scatter do dow, scatter do dow, dun da, scatter do dow, boo wow, choo choo. I brush my teeth in the morning, and then I brush them again at night. And then I brush my teeth the next morning, and then I brush them again at night. I'm getting I... image, but now I'm also just enjoying this. <laughs> no! <laughs> Um, okay, hold on. We're getting there. A little more scatting. I just need a little more, Jenny. Uh, hold uh, on. Uh, and then after I brush my teeth, I put it on lipstick. Uh, I really like the Cover Girl 14 Hour with the two tubes. My favorite shade is Canyon. It yeah. looks great on every skin tone. I said what I said. You should try it. This podcast is not sponsored by CoverGirl Shade Canyon. However, it is highly recommended by the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Okay. There have to be images of both. <gasps> I deserve a Medal of Honor. Who you, gets you are a Medal of Honor, Jenny. Who gets what? Oh, Janice is... Oh, no way! Fun. Okay, it's finally working. Oh, Kings, yours is sick, dude. Okay. So, those are uh, those are what are on your shoulders. They're freaking big. Um, but imagine, imagine their carapace is slightly more translucent, um, and Juno's on the other side of you, just trying not to look at it. <laughs> and um, as she's walking, she sort of goes, um. Uh, Thanks for saving my life. Yeah. That was um that was a lot yesterday. I don't quite know what to say. Um, I don't know what I'm doing with my life now. Um I don't know how to feel because, on the one hand, I'm really grateful that you've rescued my life. On the other hand, um, this is kind of a little bit of a nightmare. Um, but, like we said in the city, um, the Iron Cauldron probably thinks I'm dead now, so that's really good. Um, I don't know why they'd ever check on me again. So... I guess I can just kind of figure out my own life now? Yeah. 
What is it that you do? That's a really good question. Um, we we're just going around and trying to do what we can. Um, we've gone a lot of different places and seen a lot of different things and tried to help a lot of different people. It's very confusing. I don't know what a Zorgrim is, um, and uh, it sounds like you guys are also working against the Empire actively, so... I don't... <laughs> I know I've kind of always been the... Things have gone well for me, um, but... This whatever you are, <laughs> I don't... I don't know if I have that in me. Um... Where, where are you guys going? What, what are you doing now? Um, well, we might have to deal with Zorgrim. Um, Some might... more heroing stuff? Yes, uh, we have a meeting. Um, do you know who the Manavis Arcanuma is? Or? No, what? It's a group of, of spellcasters magical people um and we have a meeting with them in a month that we have to be at but you know what the less i know probably the better i just you said mom and dad were in dorm yeah i think i want to go there <laughs> and we're on an island nation of abandoned cities How did you guys get here? Did you use magic or ride a dragon or? I have a boat. Well, I don't know. It's been kind of crazy so far. So, okay, a boat, a boat. Can I just ride on the boat for until you get to a place with a port? Yeah, yeah. Our crew is there, and. And I, I don't want to. I don't. I don't. I don't want to do this. I don't. Okay. Yeah. You'd have to get okay. a little dirty, and I'd just like make a little joke at her because she's so clean compared to the rest of us. You know, I don't even recognize you anymore. Yeah. Who'd you become? I mean, look at you. You're all strong. I think maybe you're the better caster now, and I don't like that. I mean, it was never a competition, but we all knew. No, it wasn't. I was always winning it. And yeah. now I'm losing it, and... It's okay, you can adventure, I'll go learn and get ahead. Did you... take some of those books? Do you still have them? Oh my goodness. And she pulls her satchel her side, and she opens it up, and she pulls out that chronomantic book. I totally forgot I had this. Maybe you should just keep it to yourself. Yeah, she slides it into the satchel. Do you want it? I think, I think you'd be the only one to understand it. But I don't know if you should tell others that you have. Oh, oh, Janice, <laughs> sweet, sweet Janice, and she pats you on the top of your head. 
which is a thing she's done your whole lives because she's like two inches taller than you. And she goes, um, no, I'm not telling anyone about any of this ever at all, ever. I think I'm going to call myself Sarai or something. I don't know. I'll say mom and dad can call me my name and so can you. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm getting a new name. <laughs> I'm not talking about Vashtan. I'll say I went to the Institute, but I'm not telling anyone about any of this insanity. Are you kidding me? How do you deal with this? Don't sleep very much. I have uh, good connections everywhere, basically. So, um, I mean, if you ever need anything anywhere, you just let me know. Her, like, kind of more layered demeanor breaks a little bit, and she just smiles. She pushes you. And did you, you know about Jane? Dad? Huh? Did you know about Dad? What do you mean? Alright, he can tell you. What? Mm. What? You can't not tell me. What? What? And then I'm gonna I'm gonna bring out Mobius. <laughs> okay, you you pull up a silver ring in your hand, two giant emeralds flash, and then there's a flying snake with wings next to the spider on your shoulder. It's just flying around in circles and she goes, Okay. What even are you? Not sure. <sighs> that's cool. What is that? And then her like apprehension kind of gets replaced by her fascination and she begins watching it. And then I'm going to tell her about our father. Okay, your sister proceeds to wig out on you and she shouts at you for a while. Off of the distance, you guys kind of hear, what do you mean? What do you mean he just wouldn't tell me? No! And you hear Juno shouting some distance away. This goes on for like 15 or 20 minutes. She pushes you a couple more times. And then, um, finally, when she's calming down, she's like, well, I'm going home, and I'm talking to Dad because he owes an explanation, or... What is our family? Seems like you're the most normal one now. Yeah. Well, no offense, but I always was. But, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. For? For... I really did think I was better than you growing up, and I'm sorry. Because I'm not. <laughs> Alright. I'm, I'm sorry. Made us who we are, you know? I just wasn't ever good at that stuff, so I needed to leave. Oh? <laughs> Looks like you're good at something. You're like a like a leader. Let's not get too crazy. Well, no matter what, remember, you'll always be short. Yeah. And she just pushes your head one more time and starts walking back to the group. Okay. And I'm just gonna laugh and like, or like a little scoff, you know, like a... Yeah. And there, there's a nice moment where for one second something is lighthearted. Yeah. Uh, the group gets back together and when... Juno comes back, she just sort of, okay, claps her hands and she goes, thank you all, Warriors of the Well, for saving my life. Um, uh, but this is terrifying, and I'm sure that you guys have some really serious stuff to do. 
but um, you said that you have a ship to go back to that I could not be here for? Diane, yes. Okay. Do we start walking, or how does this work? What's what's the itinerary? What are we doing? Uh, I could try teleporting us again. You Can you draw another circle? Yeah, we slept. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm a bit out of it. Clearly. <laughs> she she sort of makes a face and sticks her tongue out at you. Oh, well, well. Okay. I'm going to drop down and try to do this again. Okay. You can find a stone, a large flat stone nearby after some looking, and you pull out your chalks. How many, how many of those chalks do you have left, by the way? Uh, let me pull up my sheet. Uh, you can go ahead and keep explaining it, but... Okay. Take uh, Janice drops down to her knees and begins laying out designs and uh, drawing figures. And um, uh, let me check on something really quickly because I, I almost wonder if I don't have. Hold on. Uh, Andrea or Jenny, hold music for both of us, please. I have uh, me and Jenny are in different genres. I have um, eight uses left. Okay. Do you have the design for the teleportation circle still? I do. I do. I kind of want. I kind of want everyone to see it. Can you send it in reference? Yes, of course I can. Give me a second. Javian would also like to. Well, Javian wanted to talk to Juno, but I guess if she lets him get near her without freaking out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She'll let you approach. Um, and this can happen while Janice is drawing the design on the stone. Juno. Um, yes. First of all, I'm terribly sorry for how confusing this must all be. It is, but that's okay. Um, but I I want you to know that um, me and Janice have been traveling together a while, and she is very capable. Um, Seems like it. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Uh, so, Juno, Janice is drawing the circle a little bit away and she sneezes and then she messes up a line. She just grumbles and starts erasing it. Um, I hope people sneeze if you talk about them. I guess that's what that was. Um, that, um, so you don't want an explanation of all of this? <laughs> I mean, should I have an explanation of all of this? It's truly better if you don't know. You... So you've never heard of the Hatefall or Zorgrim? No. no. I, okay. I think maybe no one has. Yes, but I know Undaloth was looking into it, is why I... Oh, ooh, don't talk about him. He's gross. He's a creep. He's a creep. Yeah. I can't you tell whether he hit on me once, but... No. Ugh. Yeah, it's the worst. Um... And you, you're you're definitely dating her, right? It's he, is he point, it, who is she pointing no, at? No, she points at Weewoo. Oh, yes. Shame, but fair enough. Okay. 
Um, no, but I, I appreciate it. I think I think I'm all right. Uh, and we were we were really is like pantomiming anger, like ten feet away, trying to control herself. Um. Um, okay, Javin says that, well, it was very nice to meet you, Juno. And we just like to go for like a handshake. Did you have any brothers, or? Yes, but in that case, my only living brother is a traitorous asshole, so. Never mind, never mind, okay, all right. She turns around. But. (laughs) No, no, no. Um, Janice can finish his drawing the circle on the ground some distance away, and if you guys go to the reference photos, um, we actually have a, a scanned PDF image of what the teleportation circle likes, lo- looks like, which is pretty sick. Um, uh, but Jenny's into that crochet. Um, or knitting, excuse me. Do these look like hooks to you? I'm, I don't know Also, check out how I spelled teleportation. Teleportation. Not teleportation. <laughs> <laughs> to, to leprotation. <laughs> Everybody gets leprosy. Um, <laughs> you don't have to look at. I'm just. Uh, Kara and I are very proud of it because we made a real teleportation circle. Well, I just looked at it and it looks so pretty. Like, they're like they literally have said like what each of those words mean in the symbols. Yeah, God, like I, to that level. Nerds. I love you so much, so much. <laughs> <laughs> so the symbol the symbol finishes and it goes and it lights up and then there's a pause and everyone goes like oh, oh okay and then everyone sort of like rushes in and then all of the warriors of the well disappear also, I do want it on the record that Juno is Javian's type but <laughs> he's taken oh the oh. brothers oh. she's beautiful she's tall she is his type, but he's missing out on the brothers. I know, I know. Okay, give me a second while I get this ready. Mm-hmm. Oh, the brother song. I was like, Javian's brother. Did? No, brother song. I, I think know. I have their sheet in here. Yeah, I gotta get I my advice. Cr five Lokatha. Okay, um, Wee you step into the circle and you feel that rush of force the way that you have before when um, using uh, Janice's magics. And uh, can everyone, is the are the ocean sound effects coming through? Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, you have a, this, the teleportation circles feel different. And this is the first time you've used one with Janice. Um, they don't feel like, when she uses the sword, it's like a rush of force. But when you use the circle, it's weirder. You get the feeling, you you feel very light, and you have this weird, um, Jenny, have you ever been, like, lightly electrocuted? Yes. You feel a wave of that across your whole body when it happens, but very light. It's really trippy. And uh, it, it feels like it goes from your center outward, as you feel, like, like weighed, like unweighted, and then when you appear on the other side an instant later, it feels like you sort of get really, you have a dense feeling in your center. It's like you feel yourself from your center outward for an instant. It's bizarre. Um... And as you, everyone spills out onto a massive teleportation circle full of, uh, Kara, what are the, the crystals in the circle again? And I want to say it's amethyst and topaz, correct? No, uh, quartz. 
Uh, blue quartz, white quartz, amethyst. Okay, I'm completely wrong. And was it silver or gold or both? I think it's mostly silver. Okay. So, um, Jenny, or Wee Woo, excuse me, um, you and the rest of the Warriors of the Well spill out onto a massive eight-foot-wide teleportation circle, a ring of gold. It's that design that, that Kara showed, but all of the space in between the lines are mixes of blue, um, blue and white quartz and amethyst crystal in the bottom. It's one of the most beautiful things you've seen in your life, and the lines are melted silver in the patterns. And you are suddenly on a ship. Um, you leave Choskinen, and for the first time in, in like three weeks, you are not on land, but you are in the bobbing sensation of a ship all around you. Um, uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to go back to... Uh, Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> Why? I, in IRL, hate boats. Oh, okay. Um, well, I've got bad news for you and a D&D campaign. Um, oh, no. Uh, but uh, you are you are in an open space down below. Oh, and um, have I put um, uh, shoot? It doesn't like this song. Why can't I play that? Kara, why isn't this working? Oh no! Wrong link. Well, we'll roll with this. It's not it's not the perfect vibes, but that's fine. Um. Uh, you show up and um, you you are on the underside of a vessel. Uh, have I ever put the ship as reference photos here? Um, yes, it should be in ship. It is in ship. Okay, um, Jenny, if you want to go look in um, vessel Doom Whale, uh, there are actually oh the teleportation circles there too. Oh, there it is. Yeah, <laughs> there are images of the top and lower decks of the ship. So you guys appear down... Man, we, our campaign's awesome. You appear on the lower deck of the ship. Um, and you sprawl into that open room. Uh, there is a galley kitchen in front of you to the right. Um, there are, like, jail cells that have been made in the rooms. There are um, uh, 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 dinghy boats tied up in between posts at your side. Um, pillars supporting the deck. Um, there is... Uh, the light is filtering through in this graded pattern where there's... Um, a uh, uh, like two um, like drawable gated um, closing doors that go from the first to the second deck. There's probably a technical name for that. Um, the stairwell to your left, and you just appear in this space. And as you guys all like on out of the circle, there's a pause, and everybody sort of looks up. And um, Jenny or Wee Woo, my goodness, could you make a nature check for me? Yes. Um. Nature. I rolled a 10. Okay. You don't know what the creature you're looking at is. Um, it's got a round, bulbous, catfish-like head with, like, dull, um, like, olive color, fins going down its side, humanoid body, short and squat, with um, fins coming off of the back of the upper arms and the back of the legs, floppy fin-like feet, and a tail with a fin on it. Um, if someone wants to Google Lokatha and put that in the re reference photos, I'd appreciate it. But um, there is an individual in sort of, like, sailor's clothes, a fish person standing in front of you, and as you all spill and tumble outward, um, there's a pause, and three or four fish people just kind of freeze there, staring and looking at you guys. And then 
in that long pause, there's just a slow, wide smile. And um, Janice and you and you and Javian immediately recognize Gars downstairs. And he goes, Ooh, and like three people drop mops and buckets. And these fish people just kind of run up. Um, Gars runs up and grabs Javian in one arm. He has to reach up and Janice in the other. And he just kind of pulls you guys close and gives you a big hug. He's really strong though. So he starts like swinging you back and forth. Um, and Barry gets kind of happy and he goes and he picks up um, one of the other brothers, Soam, to begin squeezing him. Uh, and uh, Ueg walks up and hugs another. And um, the four original Warriors of the Well are just going around hugging these fish people. And um, they're shouting from below deck. And then you guys hear from somewhere above deck, Boy, is that my cotton? And then you hear a bunch of like flip, 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 like, like pattering. Uh, and like three more fish people then run below deck and begin like tackling onto Javius and Janin and Ueg, uh, Javius and, and Janice and Javian and Ueg and Barry and they get covered in these fish people and um, uh, you and King are just kind of standing there awkwardly. Jenny, I put a picture in, in game references for the little cough. Cuties. As they should be. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll um, happily giving him hugs and yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, I miss you guys. And actually, like, feeling a, a bit of joy and relief. Is our boat just a mess with all of the the items that we dropped on there? No. <gasps> Nothing. Spotless. Perfectly clean. They already sold it all. Took the body and ran. <laughs> um, and it's it's in tremendous order. Um. However, it is worth noting, it does look different. So you guys have been gone for three weeks. Um, you know how Merid was like... Building things. Carving up the boat? Yeah. Every fourth slat on the inside of the lower deck has designs across it. Sick. This boat is gorgeous. He has gone through and, and carved in by hand ocean waves on every single fourth board of the lower deck. And all the doorways have those have those designs where he's gone and copied the symbols on teleportation circles. He doesn't know what they mean, but he's put them in random order along the doorways and the baseboards. Your ship is art. It's stupid beautiful. That's sick. That is yeah. awesome. It's Merit you know, also. The after a second, there's a clomp of boots, and Wee another individual, walks downstairs. Um, he has uh, he has a square jaw, um, broad face, very humanoid. He has pale, grayish skin. Um, he has auburn, kind of fiery brown hair that comes back in large wavy designs, and there's a sailor hat on top of it. They come down into these huge mutton chops that come forward up into a mustache. And he has gold amber eyes. Um... You can make another nature check if you want. This is a high DC. I rolled a 19. Oh, wow, okay. Amazingly, you don't know what a Lokaf is, but you do know what a changeling is. Um, or wait. Shoot, was Mary the changeling or is he something else? Yeah, it was changeling, yeah. He's a shifter, um, isn't he? Shifter, thank you, thank you. You That's know what a shifter is. He can turn like one animal. Or no, I thought he was a changeling. 
But it's no, animals, I, believe, not people. I believe Andrew's right. He's a shifter. So shifters are people who are partially um, there. They can exist in a humanoid form, but they can also change into like animalistic um, versions of themselves. A very rare and uh, very magical race in Yonabin. And this dude in sort of like cowboy sailor duds walks down in these heavy boots and he goes, <laughs> Well, if it isn't my captain and my first mate, welcome back. We were starting to really miss you guys. I, and there's kind of like an awkward pause where he kind of doesn't know what to do because he's looking cool. And he just cracks a smile and he walks up and he hugs Javian and sort of slaps him on the back in a real bro -y way. He steps back and he puts a hand on your shoulder. You guys are all. I'm sorry. Who are uh, who are you all? Now, for the sake of role play, King is very exhausted and wounded from the previous day's battles, so he just falls asleep in a corner, and he'll have his interaction later because Mo's not here, and I'm not going to ruin that. Um, but King goes and like flops down like a giant crocodile, and he walks up to you, uh, Wee Woo, just straight up to you, and he goes, "Now, excuse me, um, fair lady, what is what is your name?" Wee Woo. Wee Woo. It's good to meet you, man. And he. Uh, he sort of like reaches out a hand. I very excitedly shake it. This man is already passing the vibe check. I can okay, live so laugh you, love. You reach out a hand and he just sort of kisses it, but not like in a way that's not creepy, in a just southern kind of way. calmly. Yeah. And he says, uh, it's very good to meet you. And you, sir. And he turns and Barry, Barry is, is like his head is right below the boards of this level of the deck. And he goes, Barry. And Barry goes, Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I I think I, I heard the other crew members talk about you from before. And Barry just goes, mm-hmm. And uh, he like high fives one of the brothers Somt and then goes back to his room in the like jail cell area and closes the door because Barry's still stressed out and upset because I'm not going to do that either. And Mary sort of says, um, oh, welcome to the Doom Whale, Miss uh, Wee Woo. That was correct, right? Wee Woo? Yes, and I never got your name. Uh, married. Married. And uh, Married like sort of moves suddenly from the hip and Garth pushes him aside and says, Now, Married, you can do better than that. No, are you a member of Janice's party? Are you a part of this whole entourage now? Oh, yes. Well, no, that's that's half of a greeting. And um, he just walks up and picks you up by your waist and hugs you and swings you around and sets you back down. And he goes, my name is Gars. If you're a member of Janice's party, you're a member of the crew. Welcome to the Doom Well. Everything's yours. The kitchen's over yonder. And he points behind him. You can have anything you want. Janice has magic that can make food, but also we've regularly fish, so you can have anything you want from there. I don't know where we're going to put everyone, Janice, but surely we'll figure something out. We've done more construction in the past, but we're certainly running out of deck space below. Um, the galley's curtain, the, the storage spaces, are full of treasure at the moment, uh, which also, Janice, wow, Captain, um, that's it's good to be a part of your crew. Um, but so we don't know whether you can sleep at the moment, but um, we can the crew can sleep on the floor just fine. You can have one of the hammocks around you, whatever you prefer. Um, and we also play instruments. And JV, you should gotta come over and like put his arm around him and be like, it's like, or else you could stay with me and like give a week because like he's down with the bros and he's like, this is my girl. Garth goes, of course, first mate, of course. Well, on that note, Javian, come this way. And he grabs your hand and starts pulling you away. And we will, if you follow, if you look at the reference images on the lower deck, on the bottom left, ha left hand in the brig, there are two jail cells that have been converted into rooms. And when Garth leads you over there, Javian, um, the, the curtains, the privacy curtains have been taken... The privacy curtains have been taken down. Um... And Merritt has gone through with the spare wood that you brought, and he has put wooden walls along all of the bars. So they are full rooms now. Um, 
and he's reinforced the doors. And in that time, he's put designs on all of them. And uh, on Barry's, he drew a bunch of hammers and rocks because he had no idea what to do. But on yours, you you were like shirtless fairly often on the ship, and he has he he did his best impression of the Telethian uh, uh, skyline that's tattooed on your chest on the walls across. So you have like a room with, and Wee as the door is opened, um, you can see Javian has a bed and a dresser and like um, uh, like a little seated area on the side, um, which means. It would seem very minimal to anyone else, okay, but to someone who literally hasn't grown up with rooms, pretty nice. Listen, listen, you you know how there's that stereotype that's like, uh, there's, there's a false expectation on um, what a dream man is because it's just fictional men written by women. I just want Andrea to design a husband for me. Like, <laughs> okay, no, no, I don't even, I don't even think you understand like the level to which this is. That Javian is just very much based on fictional romance, <laughs> like, like the prince that you fall in love with. Romance, the, in the, if you ever, yes, like. I... <laughs> um. And uh, so you guys are on the ship, and Gar's just sort of like, he's kind of trying to contain his excitement. But you can see how happy he is. Um, Ueg immediately wanders away and starts um, starts talking with people. Barry shuts himself up in his room, still pretty upset about everything. Uh, King is conked out and unsocial, because I'm not going to roleplay that. But you guys are back on the Doom Whale. Okay, well, first of all, now once me and Riwu are alone, and the guys Sorry. leave, I'm going to be like... I'm sorry, Wee I'm not trying to push things. I was just making a suggestion. You're sorry for what? What is there to apologize for? Hmm? I do not I see any wrongdoings here. We're on the same page. It's okay. Yes, same book, <laughs> same library, same city, <laughs> same zip code. <laughs> okay. Um. And right then and there, we just close the door and we have sex. Like, I whoa whoa. Okay. Let's take um, this part out of the podcast. No, Just joke. Make sure that... I can't tell Andrea. <laughs> it's a joke. I don't think. Okay. We I don't know. Javian's the type of dude to be cool using a condom, though, right? Yeah. <clears throat> you know what it so, was? He would be uh, like, yeah. This section that I'm gonna cut out. Um, <laughs> uh, you guys. Uh, <laughs> um, everyone is is. You are back on the Doom Whale, Javian, and there's kind of a moment of relief where it doesn't solve how horrible the last 72 hours have been, um, but for the first time in a long time, you're home, and uh, uh, the ship is sort of rocking uneasily. It takes a moment to get your sea legs back, but it almost feels kind of good, and um, you are on the ship. And Kara has walked away, so that complicates things, but... Um, Juno has gone around and said hi to people cordially. And the ship is, and I can't stress this enough, cramped now. Because it wasn't a big ship to start, but it is now the five brothers Somt, Merid, Janice, Javian, Juno, Barry, uh, Wiwu, Ueg, and uh, King, all on the same vessel. So, like, people have to start, like, kind of diffusing in the space. It's cramped, but you guys are here. 
What's the party doing? I want to have an honest, logistic discussion about if we and we were sharing a bed or if we're going to put another bed in there or what. Okay, so you and Weibo can be talking. Or <laughs> I, I thought that was kind of concluded. Are you okay, guys? Okay. I can't tell because Janie's just making faces. I'm I'm so sorry. There is a cute boy, and he posted a cute Instagram story. Um. <laughs> what is going on on July 16th, guys? I need to focus up. Come on. Listen, she's inspired by someone. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I thought that was concluded as well. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Do you not remember the like? There's five of us, but there's only four beds. And okay. I like looked so, at you and you were like shitty and sleeping and on the ground. Talking over and Jenny like... and continuing to try and DM the session. I'm uh, so sorry for your loss. <laughs> no, it's fine, Jenny. I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. Um, uh, Gars and the other brothers Sumped immediately start working on meals. Even though they know you can magically create food, um, they begin uh, cooking fish and preparing bread. And Wee-Woo, the food, mediocre. Very mediocre. Um, but prepared with gusto and vigor. And um, at some point, Janice has walked away again. So I will rearrange what's happening in the scene. Um, <laughs> Janice is back again. <laughs> At some point, uh, Gars sort of uh, Gars and Merritt approach you, Janice, in this extremely cramped vessel, and they say, um, uh, "So where to now, Cotton? What's what's the business?" Oh, um, Merritt, should we? And then Merritt cuts in and goes, uh, "Yeah, yeah, um, Captain, have we have we talked about the other ship?" No. There's another ship. Oh. Yeah, um, we found a pirate vessel. Maybe. Uh, yes half a mile offshore because we started uh, fishing out of the bay. I um, forgot Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> we left it alone because pirate vessel. Um, except nobody's come back in weeks. Um, and we, you overhear this conversation and then remember all the pirates that you and King murdered. And um, Married continues and says, um, so, uh, I mean, we didn't know if it was wrong or not, but we figured maybe they sort of misadventured on the shores. Um, yes, they did. So, we took it. Perfect. That's uh, I guess you're not captain anymore. Um, Commandant Estrella, um, would you like to see your second vessel? Yeah, yeah, I would. And so they walk with you um, around the galley and up the stairwell. And as you guys walk into the bright day, um, uh, the next to the doom whale, there is a dark black wood ship with black sails. And it is, it has all the rigging has been appropriate. This is what they've been doing in the time while you're gone. Um, and whatever a pirate ship might've been before, it's much cleaner and, um, Janice, there is a second ship uh, anchor dropped right next to the Doom Whale. Slightly taller, slightly longer, slightly wider. Sick. Uh, I think we're gonna have to get a bigger crew. Um, Merritt sort of steps back and goes, well, it kind of looks like we have one. We might need to hire some more individuals, but with all these new folks... That's what I'm uh, saying. We'll need to split the brother Somed up a little bit, but we could probably make some new hires. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to overwhelm them. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll work it out, but uh, we assume you want the other ship, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can we can all spread out in here and and. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, 
whoever wants to be on one ship or the other, we can work that out later. Um, but, uh, uh, Commandant, where do you want to sail him? Um, give me 30 minutes. Uh, okay. All right. Should we just leave you be for a little bit? Uh, yes, please. Okay. Um, it's, it's good to have you back, Captain. And, I'm and then, uh, Gars walks up and goes, it's cool, go, you back, shakes your arm a little bit. I'm gonna give them both a hug. Okay, they hug you both back. And then, uh, Gars goes, oh, by the way, I forgot, um, we just put all of the treasure in, um, the storeroom in the front of the Doom Whale. It's a lot. Yeah, we might We're be rich, there. right? We are. Oh, um, all right, we- good stuff, Captain. Um, all right, we'll, we'll leave you be. Well, we, we might need to separate it. Put put something in the other book. Okay. Uh, would you like us to start doing that? Yeah. Yeah, that would make good time. And he starts calling the other brothers back over. And the other Lokatha begins splitting up. And they, they resail the Doom Whale to be right next to the... Uh, um, the uh, well, one second. Uh, Jenny, can I get some hold music? Uh, also, before Gars like walks away, I'm just gonna squeeze his shoulder real good, uh, real like quickly, and I'll be like, "It's good to see you." He just smiles, and I mean, he's just all the brothers Somt are just all smiles all the time. Um, so once upon a time, there was a cowboy, and his name was Piddlywack, and Piddlywack decided that his life goal was to find a purple turtle. So Piddlywhack was walking through West Texas, and you know, there ain't nothing in West Texas. Poor one out for San Angelo. And uh, he found himself a gosh darn purple turtle. Um, And he looked at that turtle, he said, this is a Texan turtle. But then the turtle looked up at him and said, I'm from New Mexico. And then Piddlywhack didn't know what to do because kind of the first priority was that the turtle was purple and the second priority was that the turtle was you know texan because remember san jacinto and halfway through that story thank you jenny we'll uh we'll leave it on that cliffhanger i'll pick it up next time thank you thank you um so i have uploaded the vessel statistics for the wayward path to the discord this is now another ship which can be sailed um and then also you're muted andrew where are we in Joskin? um so you guys are back where you started, up at the very top of the map. Okay. Okay. Please remember that in um, all in um, both of the vessel boxes um, channels, there is a link to a um, Google Sheet where I have the oh yeah everything's um, inventory, including our bag with holding, yeah, blue whale, wayward path, and so. Um, Maybe, maybe yeah. even me and Kara work with that outside of session to move stuff around or something. But yeah, very cool. Um, oh, also, Weebu, I forgot to mention uh, when you go up on deck with the others to look at the ship, um, the Doom Whale is a lightly colored ship. It's much lighter wood than most. It has like a pine wood, strangely. It's a weird shape. It's really wide. But most notable, um, the the sails are not cloth. Um, they are white dragon wing. The leather of the sails is dragon wings, and frosty mist is coming off of it. And you realize that these are Yepin's wings. That Janus and Javian cut Yepin, a bunch of the leather off of Yepin's wings, and turned it into the sails on their ship. Um, and if you go and look at the front of the ship, um, there is a giant skull of a um, basilisk, so like a big dragon dinosaur looking skull that has 
is covered in melted iron that has been affixed to the front of the ship. So the ship has a giant dragon monster-looking skull on the front with melted, melted iron all over it affixed to the front in dragon wing sails. So, you know. Anyway. You guys keep doing stuff. I have to do some math. Okay. Um, so at some point, uh, uh, Gars comes and finds you, uh, Javian, and he goes, um, so, um, we, us and the other crew were saying, um, I mean, you know, of course it's Janice's call in the end, but, um, I guess you're captain now of the other vessel, if you so choose. Oh. By, by your ink of sailing. Unless you wanted to continue to be first mate here and someone else should be captain of the other. Um, I truly don't... Uh, our new guest, I don't believe, have much... Um, we were in Bed King. I don't think they have much experience on boats. And so I would be honored to be the captain. Okay, right. So, um... Captain, uh... Uh... Captain Xavian, um, I guess we'll figure out the separate crews soon enough, um, but we'll get all that worked out, and um, I guess the other ship's yours, so let us know if you want us to start um, making changes or, or anything of the sort. I'll have to... I've not been on it, so I'll have to take stock of it. Sure, sure. Yeah. And they just keep smiling giddily. They're so excited, and they're racing back and forth. Um, Janice, they've already begun following your orders, and just huge hordes of gold and items are being walked from the upper deck of one and onto the other. They're splitting the treasure hordes. Uh, I'll help with that, and then I will ask the brothers what they've been up to, because I'd rather hear some random, unimportant, in the scheme of things, story about them fishing, and then have to talk yeah. about what we went through. They start telling you all excitedly about how the fishing around here is phenomenal. They start telling you about the huge stores of fish that they have, um, that they're extremely well stocked. Um, uh, they begin telling you that um, they think maybe there are wyverns on shore, because uh, uh, they thought they saw one one day and they're all excited about that. They start telling you that the band has gotten better in your time away. Um, uh, they start telling you that um, Gars has been on a uh, two-week winning streak in dice, and that they need you to beat him. Uh, and they're just excitedly telling you about everything. Mm -hmm. I try to ask. I try to get Gars at one point. Be like, "What's your secret?" Oh, um, I'm better than everyone else. <laughs> Goes back to no. whatever you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's cheating. It's fine. <laughs> Make an insight check. Make an insight check, Javian. Make an insight check, because I haven't gotten to roll for the Brother Stumpton forever. Okay, that is my insight. Is that, oh, uh, is that wisdom? Yes. Okay, well, I only rolled an 11. And do you have, um, their, the Brother Stump yeah, have um, 11 charisma? I rolled really high. Okay. Yeah, you don't know. Gars is wily. Um, Maybe so. Juno comes up on deck at one point and just sort of looks up with awe at the sails for the Doom Whale. At some point while you're up there helping coordinate the transfer of goods and treasures, and she goes, Is that... Are those dragon rings? 
I'm not there, right? Yeah, she's talking to Javen. Yeah. Yes, those are from Yepin. Who are you people? Oh my goodness, is that all your gold? Well, this was actually collected by an interplanar being. We did not collect this gold. Okay, all right. And she she just starts helping and starts moving stuff. She doesn't ask questions. And Javian, it occurs to you at this moment that because both of the obsidian dragons have been destroyed, um, the flying fortress might actually be there when you go back. So anything you guys stored there might not have been lost forever. Well, the obsidian dragons were never held to their district. They always could have gone to the flying fortress. Yeah, but we talked about how they were like kind of obsessed with the. They could sense the living creatures nearby and the magic. Oh, so they stayed there because that was more interesting than okay. Like they they're like drawn to life, Um, but now that it was gone, anyway, neither there. I tried messaging um, Mo about our decision because I was going to talk it out in actual thing, but I was going to get his opinion, but he hasn't answered me, so. Which is fine. Okay. So. Um, we can also, we can just leave it for next time because we've had, we've been playing a while. We can wrap it up soon, but okay. um, uh, we can. Um, we can just uh, roll things. Yeah, like we can, we can just kind of like wrap up some last role play things and um uh, uh, we can just sort of have last moments on the ship with everyone. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be sitting in my little quarters, and I'm going to try to figure out a place to put my spider. Okay. Um, also, forgot to tell you, everyone was really freaked out about the spider, but you have it. And um, you walk into the room, and you begin, like, sort of... You have a moment there. And for the first time in a while... You're in the captain's quarters. And you have this bizarre moment where the last time that you were here, everything seemed too big to imagine. And now that feels kind of small to compared to where you are now. And you just kind of take this deep, like, <laughs> breath. You look around at the light streaming through the glass window on the back. You begin putting clothes away in cupboards. I'm gonna put my rocks in. The rocks that I've... Yeah. Yeah. The new rocks in the bin. You have a good collection now. Yeah. Um, at some point... Uh, oh, and, and then, like, halfway through all your musing, you look over your shoulder. Spider's gone. Okay, I'm gonna look around for it. Perception check. Seven. <laughs> Where's the spider? I'm just gonna get some meat out. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do my new creation. Okay. First so spider. you, uh, mm-hmm. there's a little cube of meat that you sort of put out and down. You put it on the desk. After a long time, you have to sit there for like five minutes, and then like, like kind of a shape again, because they do this thing where they keep like camouflaging themselves like a cuttlefish this shape sort of appears and crawls up the side of the desk and then like the spider reappears and starts eating it. And you're like, wow, that's, that's big. <laughs> it's, it's just on the desk eating. Um, in my time with fabric shops, has there been like stretchy material? You have not discovered any. Okay. It's not a huge background for you. Okay. At some point there's like a, at your door. 
Um, I'm gonna go get the door, I guess. Can you open it up? Yeah. And Juno is standing there. Well, so you're a captain now, too. A commandant, but... <laughs> Excuse me. Good to see the power adding on your head. Don't forget, you're short. And uh, she walks by into the room and she goes, So where do rocks? I sleep? Uh, do you want to see my rocks? What's with you and rocks? She walks over and opens the bin. Yeah, Janice, those are a lot of rocks. Okay. Um, she closes it back. You can you can stay in here with me if you want. Well, I mean, I was asking, but yeah, I'm not sleeping somewhere else. Okay. Yeah. She gives you a face. She yeah. walks by the desk and she goes, "Huh," <laughs> like steps back from the spider. Yeah, she this goes, is that. It'll is, it'll be in here, so you might not be able to see it. Sometimes I'm still trying to figure it out. Shut up! Shut up! And she walks by you, and she starts looking out the window at the back. Um, and uh, she actually kind of disappears behind the curtain and goes into the little section that you have and sits down on the edge of the bed. And you get the feeling that her her confident demeanor aside, she just kind of wants some still off for her. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, oh. No, 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 no. Continue. Finish your thing. Sorry. I was gonna. I was gonna minutely create a couple more pieces of of meat just to keep the spider okay. busy. You do. But uh, I'm going to leave and find Javian. Okay, so you close the door behind you. You go back out. Uh, Javian, you're above deck commanding the movement of resources across the ship, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Javian. Um, do you want to... Commandant? <laughs> Captain? Is that what we Yes, are? I'd go to where the hat now. You should. It will happen. Yeah. Well, um, in the captain, um, or was there a captain's hat on the other? There no, there's not. Yeah. There was. It, I don't know if we typed it up, but I'm a hundred percent there's a captain's hat. It's it's in my it's in my captain's quarters. No, no, I was seeing if there's a captain's hat I could have found on the other boat. Oh, <laughs> oh, I, like I don't. Javian, odds or evens? Odds. Yeah. Um, after looking through the other back, the other, so the one that Janice has is reasonable. It looks like a sailing captain's hat, a small tricorn hat. The one on the other head, on the other ship, ridiculous. Yeah. This huge tricorn hat with a feather in the back pluming off. It's got holes in it and burn marks. It looks like a, like a pirate captain's. I mean, it is Jack Sparrow's hat, but nicer. With a huge pluming feather out of the back. I'm going to get you a jar of dirt. That's Excuse a Caribbean reference. Yes, but Javier does with touch the sound. I know. He's not seen it. No. Um, What's everyone doing? But yes, Javian is wearing that ridiculous hat. Do you want to go down uh, to your room really quick? I, I have some things I need to give you. Okay. Um, let's actually go to the captain's quarters here. Well, Juno's there. Oh, in that No, one. on the other boat. Yes, yes, yes. Cool. Okay. Okay. So we'll go down to the captain's quarters in the wayward path. And it's gotcha. around. What's the map of the boat? Do we have one yet? <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> yes, I know we need Mo here to actually do it, but like I'm so excited for the logistics. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, like, the one Kara thing I do just, have to like, say, 
This one's not quite as detailed as the other, okay? Okay, that's okay. What swear? We can detail it out as we go. But yes, I've had this drawn for four months. I at least want to ask, um, so Javian had like a little cot in his room that was made from two of the cells. Yes. This, I assume, is this a, is there like a full-size bed in this, in this one? Yes. So there's actually room for Wee Woo to sleep in the bed? Yes. (laughs) Good. Oh, it's a pirate ship. There's room for three people. In the captain's quarter? Yes. The captain. It's, It's worth noting that this captain's quarters is about double the size of, this ship has another... Wow. 20 feet on the Doom Whale. It's the same width, but it's it's much bigger. The Doom Whale is a, is a small, oddly shaped shipping vessel. This is a full galley. It's a much bigger ship. Um, and as you guys go down, you realize there's there's more cruise quarters than you guys have crew. Cool. There are one, two, three, four, five cruise quarters rooms, and each each room comfortably fits two. Each room has a double bunk bed. So you could put four people in each room. So you could fit twenty crew there. Uh, there's a there's a, a closet. Um, there's an arms room. It's it's a much right. bigger ship. So each of the five quarter rooms is there one bunk beds, one big bunk beds, or two sets of bunk beds? Two sets of bunk beds. Oh wow! And as you okay. guys go through, it's clear that the brothers Solmt have been cleaning things and preparing it. So it's there's actually ship. room for people on this ship. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Cool. That's also nice. of note, there are cannons. Thick. Oh. Cannonballs and sort of black powder. Um, but you and Janice can go inspect the captain's quarters. We'll just make it up right now. Um, it's a broad open space with an oak desk in the middle that's been nailed down to the floor. Um, there are chests and cupboards along the back uh, with standing uh, armoires on one wall. There's a whole mirror on a wall, as well as a bookcase that has no books in it, because you get the feeling that this guy did not actually know how to read books. Um, but there are there's a little cubby full of scrolls with maps. Oh, uh, you guys go and open it up. Um, no new maps. Uh, just standard world map. Uh, map of... Nope. Hold on, map of Sandoria. There's a map of Sandoria there. There's also a map of the Wildlands, which Zach has not fully drawn yet, but you guys can have soon. Nice. So one of you two, please text me, and I will have both of those ready for you next time. Okay. I will add those to the inventory of this place. These maps. So what do uh, what do Janice and Javian discuss in this open captain's... Oh, and excuse me. Um, that's like the main office area. Then there's a dividing wall and a door that you go through. There's a very large bed. Um, and uh, <clears throat> there are... Um, there's a... There's a chamber pot. But it's been cleaned out. <laughs> and um, there's a couple more cabinets and storage areas. Section on the wall to hang weapons and clothes. Okay, so there's like a full-on like wardrobe? Yeah. Awesome! 
Yeah, who can be depressed when we have all this shit? <laughs> Retail therapy. Um, okay, uh, what did you want to discuss, Janice? Um, I'm gonna... Uh, set down my backpack. And, uh... I'll start, like, rummaging through it as I talk. Um, you know, when I, um... When I stayed back at the tower really quick. Uh-huh. Um, and then I'm gonna bring out the obsidian pieces. No. Um, I know that was a very obviously traumatic experience, but I think it's good to keep note of the things that we have and, and have done, you know? Um, and maybe you can just keep these. Okay. And I, I'll take one and turn it over my hand. Is any, does it? Do I feel anything when I touch it, or? It's always warm. Uh, it's always warm. Okay. It's never cool like a stone should be. Okay. Um. I'll. Stick him in one of the chests that I was going to fill later. So, you have all of them now. I'm giving you all of them. Okay. Um, that's not the right page. Oh, no. That was what? Four shards of... So you Five. Have... Uh, three that are four inches-ish, and then two that are about a foot long. Yes. Five dragon scale shards from... Obsidian. Okay. Cool. Um, and then... And then we'll probably just chit-chat about, like, random things like, you know, uh, boat stuff, you know? Just, like, rummaging through everything. Um, but then, yeah. uh, maybe we should get the crew back together. Uh, the, the team, to decide where we're going next. Yes, and I... I need to tell them exactly what what what's down. Yeah. That we... Uh, I don't know how urgently he needs it done, but that we have to head to Zorgrim. Yeah. Or at least I do. No, we can go. Or we can figure out a way around it, or... Probably not going to be a fun trip. No. But, Lisa had this desk, and he, like, puts his feet up on it. <laughs> and then I'll just be like, and then I'll, like, knock on the desk, you know, and I'll just be like, I'm gonna leave you to it. And then I'm gonna go up. Okay. Upstairs. Um, Janice, you walk back up the stairwell, and, uh, out on the open deck, and the mother shelter are moving equipment back and forth. It's bustling, you're back with people. And you look out over the, uh, <clears throat> the open ocean of the, uh, of the Ezeal, and, um, you just sort of take a breath of the briny sea air, and, uh, as you take in the extremely mixed events of the last couple days, that's where we will end episode 53, Desperate Respite. But it, it is important that also Wee knows. Wee Woo. 
that Xavian did, um, when we got back to the ship, change into his sailor outfit. So now he's wearing, like, some leather pants and, like, a white shirt, like, kind of loose, like, pirate shirt and a vest. And he has duster on that's gray with dark blue trim and his giant, ridiculous cowboy hat. Absolutely. <laughs> 